Um, right. And so what was just really crazy about this photo was I had just, you know, randomly reached out to a drone operator, Chris Anton, and we just met that night. So about, we met about 20 minutes before this photo was taken this long exposure. Um, and what the plan was just to strap this uh, small little LED light I had onto the bottom of his drone and just fly it uh, in a circle around the monument. And uh, we're just gonna kind of see how it looks, you know? So uh, we're gonna do a test shot. And what happened is this test shot <laughs> ended up being the, the photo and the one and only photo we took that, that night. Um, so as you can see, uh, the drone starts at the top left and that's exactly when the shutter opened on my camera. And then I had it set for 20 seconds and you can see the, the drone started going to the right and then he went back to the left and then something happened at that point. It's hard to know exactly what happened. We were pretty far away. We're like, you know, uh, 30 feet away here. And I like to think that it hits uh, Robert E. Lee in the head and then started to spiral down. And it actually ended up crashing in between the legs. <laughs> And uh, we were freaking out because there are people standing all around. And that was like worst case scenario. You know, someone gets hurt, you know, it's pretty sensitive area where, you know, it's very much open for collaboration. But, um, you know, we didn't want to be imposing um, and causing more of a ruckus. You know, there's a lot of people who would come through who cause cause trouble. Um, and we didn't want to be one of those people, you know, there's like armed security on site, you know, no, no police really around. I mean, there are police, uh, you know, there's police surveillance, but it was very much, um, a, you know, black sovereign space, um, or it, it became so after the movement. Um, so anyway, so we rush, I run over there and we're looking for the drone can't find it anywhere. I, my light had fallen down. Um, you know, it was cracked. It was still working, but, um, so yeah, the, the drone was just stuck up there and we were asking some people, you know, anyone know how to get up there? We knew some people had climbed up there before. Um, so, you know, we didn't, and it's the long story short, we didn't want to make it make more of a scene than we needed to, you know, um, so anyway, so we went back to the camera. I was like, oh my God, please. I hope this worked. <laughs> and um, sure enough, that one test shot got the whole, told the whole story of the drone. So we just, it was just uh, incredible luck and, um, you know, auspicious moment that happened. So I had seen some artists doing and experimenting with drones, um, long exposure. Um, Ruben uh, is one, you know, famous artist. So I was just inspired and uh, just wanted to give it a shot, you know, just I knew the monument was coming down. Um, eventually, you know, we didn't know if it was going to be five years from that moment or, you know, a couple months. Um, but so just 
uh, you know, for the sake of art, <laughs> that's what it was all about. Um, and, you know, trying, trying to tell the story through art, um, it ended up being way more, uh, you know, losing the drone ended up being uh, an important part of the story as far as, you know, being symbolic of the sacrifice it takes just being just being out there not knowing if the police are going to come and tear gas all these people just standing around uh around these memorials and you know it's very very peaceful night so i was grateful to help tell the story of marcus david peter's circle as a peaceful place because that's that's really what it was um there was, you know, despite all the police violence, uh, the people were rising up and holding the space as their own. So, I was, you know, I was very much part of that. Um, so I was mostly doing videography, uh, just documenting. Uh, just, you know, I, I saw it as going to a protest with my camera. Um, so, uh, some, you know, sometimes people would be, get upset that I was filming and I would just, you know, cut the camera off or uh, move away. Um, so, you know, it wasn't easy um, at all times, you know, filming, but generally people were grateful, especially when the police did come, um, having a camera there ended up being really uh, important just for uh, the safety of the protesters and, you know, it's, I hate, I hate to say it, but it was, it's kind of like having a weapon, you know, as far as having, or like more in, in the sense of self-defense of uh, having something, if it, if it came down to it um, in the courtroom, needing evidence that the police um, were violent, as we saw with George Floyd, of course, um, the footage actually is important in those instances. So, you know, in the Bible, how we like mysticize moments this is something mm -hmm. i feel like and like if they didn't know the story in like 200 years it would be like a miracle you know yeah <laughs> yeah and it, you know it was a strange time also as a freelancer you know i was doing wedding videos before and didn't have much money and you know luckily i had a little stimulus help but uh really it was putting it all on the line <laughs> with that shot and so was Chris Anton uh, sacrificing his drone for that shot. So, um, you know, just grateful it turned out. Hey folks, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in learning more about the photographer, you can check out more of their images and stories on our website, scop.io, and buy our book on any major online retailer or your local bookstore. Tune in to our next episode. And don't forget to subscribe. See ya.